This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 105. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Um, My name is Dave Crawford, and I am Floorball Guru. And today we are going to be talking about summer camp. Now, I've talked about summer camps a number of times uh, when we're talking about how to prepare for camps, marketing for camps, uh, so on and so forth. So kind of that that first off. But after four years, was finally able to actually get a floorball camp off the ground and run. Um, And there's been a number of reasons why camp maybe didn't go um, off. And part of that was, in reality, a lot of times I take the summers off from programming and I do classes and, and league and things like that, that I develop myself, um, throughout the year. So, uh, if I can get a little bit of downtime, spend with my family, recover, so on and so forth, then I'm definitely looking at it. So as we move into this year and with COVID and all the other restrictions and things like that, I wasn't hundred percent sure if we were able going to be able to do it. Thankfully, we were able to run it. Um, We spent the summer trying to get it off the ground. Uh, We tried a date in end of June that didn't end up working out. Um, And then we basically were able to get middle of August. And that seemed to work out just fine. We had around 11 kids. And for me, that was a really big success. And I think the bigger part... I want to implore is whether when you're working on a project, you're trying to build something, it, it's not something that happens overnight and you may have this great idea that could change the world or could change your world or even somebody else's world. You know, just how do, how do we want to look at it? And it just takes time. And there's something about this sport, again, that speaks to the kids that are not typically playing or currently playing other sports. And I want to emphasize that the market for this sport right now are the kids not playing sports. And kids are not playing sports for a number of different reasons. But I think the biggest thing that this, that floorball speaks to kids is that it's a little bit different. And right now, there isn't a pathway to something bigger, better, meaning there is no college that is playing this. You do not develop. There are no, there's not many le- actual developed leagues to grow into in every corner of, of uh, say, North America or for me specifically in the U.S. So to try to engage kids and then get them through a process and ideally grow them into that takes a lot of time, a lot of people and, um, and just a willingness to keep trying. Now for me, honestly, I may never see the fruition of that labor and I'm okay with that because I love what I'm doing. I love working with kids for the most part. (laughs) Kids can be challenging. Um, but I love that they're able to explore themselves, find something new, ideally find a new passion, 
and really just give them opportunities to engage when they would otherwise not. Now, I had a range of kids in this age group from about 6 to 13. And that is typically not what I want to do as far as combining groups like that. But thankfully, this group in particular was really good together. They were a really fun group, but they were really good, especially in the older ages, about um, playing with the younger kids. And I'll tell you what, it was highly competitive from the youngest to the oldest. And, you know, when they would, when even the youngest would go against the oldest, neither was backing down. Now, they may not be going full bore against a six-year-old, but he wasn't letting him get away with things. And the six-year-old was definitely, you know, fighting his own battles and things like that. So he was right in the mix of everything. Um, and so it was really great to see that, that interaction and the fun that the kids had. But then you sit down and you talk about, hey, what did you do this summer? Well, this is the only thing I've been able to do or the only thing I've done or my mom and dad signed me up for this. Really, I'm just sitting around at home playing video games. <clears throat> and that is, even prior to COVID, the narrative. How are we going to figure out how to engage kids on a broader spectrum to be engaged with something other than electronics? And there's a whole slew of conversations and documents and things that you can get into and research and all this other stuff. But I think the biggest thing that I take away from it is how do we create new opportunities that are affordable, that meet a need, meet an interest, and meet a demand from that is different from the traditional pathways? Because if we look at youth sports in the U.S. at least, there comes a time where kids just stop. And depending on gender, it's anywhere between 12 and 14. And the vast majority of this is based on the fact that there are a couple different pathways and barriers. So you don't see kids continuing to play sports competitively or even recreationally in, in some sense uh, after those ages because there just aren't the same opportunities. Now, I, did, I played in club, but my club was, when I played sports, was you know lower tier, if you will. But we were highly competitive. Um, we just wanted to play. And so I was able to play all the way through, uh, you know, my senior year in high school. And I played high school sports and, and did all those other things and, and had an opportunity to play collegiate, uh, but chose a different path. And I still play different sports today. But I'm looking at kids and looking at my own kids and trying to figure out how do we engage them, give them opportunities to just play. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's going to lead to something else. And that's kind of where I struggle with that. But I come back to the fact that, again, trying to create an opportunity just to play and engage and have fun and to run and learn new skills and struggle and, and all the, the things that come with sports that are great. Uh, I mean, the, the number of times I had conversations about how do we treat each other and how do we work as a team and those, all those other things that is so applicable in general to just daily life and sports gives us an opportunity to kind of wrestle with those things on a regular basis. So we can figure out how to interact when we're, when we're angry and upset, how do we manage our emotions? 
How do we channel our emotions? How do we do all these different things to be better people? So it was really, it was a blessing to be able to do this camp, especially after last year when it totally just fell apart on me. And I wasn't 100% sure, you know, would people sign up? We moved back into masking. Um, cases are going up in our area, you know, this and that and all this other stuff. And yet to be able to spend some time just teaching, just playing, having fun and being being in a, a different environment, especially for these kids, was great. I mean, from day one where they were just kind of exhausted to Thursday, I couldn't get them off the court, uh, was everything that it needed to be for, for myself and for them. And so I'm excited as we go forward into the fall. My I'm planning, again, back back to doing classes and, and instructing and you know, getting more kids and trying to get creative and, and trying to reach as many as I can and really push this as an alternative sport that has its place and has a purpose. Um, and so I'm excited to, to see kind of where this goes and hopefully kids are talking about what they did when they're saying, hey, what'd you do this summer? Well, I didn't do it a whole lot, but I did this. I played floorball and it was a blast and I had so much fun. I can't wait to do it again. That's the stuff that down the long term is what is going to help continue to grow. And it takes a lot of people willing to get out there and try and struggle and grow and all those other things. So if you are actually out there doing that, you know, kudos to you because most people don't want to do that. And yet we need those people more than ever. So wherever you are in the world, I hope you are happy. I hope you are healthy. Um, I hope you're safe. I hope that we are getting back to some semblance of whatever normal is to you and um, that we can get back to playing floorball and looking forward to the, the coming year of, of everything that's going to be hopefully happening uh, in a positive way. So if you're looking for more information about floorball, check out my website, www.floorballguru.com. Check out our store, floorballguru.store. We've got a plethora of resources, equipment, things like that, really just to help everybody figure out how they want to get involved in floorball. And more importantly, keep floorballing.